On this episode, we talk to Richard Morley from ULEND, one of the founding fathers of the cash advance business in the UK. We also talk about their expansion, potential earnings for brokers, and much more. Now let's spend 30 minutes in finance. Hello, uh, my name is Richard Morley. I work at ULEND. Uh, I was very fortunate to be running a company called Liquid Finance some four, five, six years ago when we merged with ULEND, which is the preeminent cash advance provider in the United Kingdom. And we are currently operating in several European countries and have just opened an office in Atlanta in the United States. Wow, and thanks for coming on, Richard. Um, I've just got a quick question, if we can just jump back. I know you said, obviously, sort of, you started off um, another company that's just joined with Liquid. Um, can we go a little bit further back than that and how just how you actually got into the yeah. sort of finance space and fintech space okay. as well? Yeah. Okay. But by way of background, um, pre-liquid finance, pre-now ULEND, uh, I started the cash advance industry in the UK with a colleague of mine, Ian Morrison, back in 2006, 2007. It was a concept which we came across, which was active in the United States. And we spent time over there learning about the product, learning about the good things and the bad things, and hopefully brought the good things to the United Kingdom. Over the years, we developed that product. And as I said previously, we were very fortunate to merge our small company with ULEND and with other offices in several parts of Europe. And we have just opened an office in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States. With that, how did you actually get to hear about the, the sort of merchant cash advance um, from the US? Was it something that you were you in banking prior to uh, yeah. sort of all of this or? Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a good question, actually, David. Yes, I, I, I was in banking. I was an international corporate banker. Um, and uh, I mentioned Ian Morrison previously, but we set up a sort of a boutique operation which looked at helping U US companies come into the UK and Europe. It's something we'd actually done within the banking environment. And then we set up our own company, as I said, as a, a sort of a boutique advisor for inward investment from the United States. Uh, we had a chap based in New York who did some work with us. And it was actually he who called us up one day and said, I'm not sure I understand this product, but let me tell you about it. And I was speaking to somebody about it yesterday. And that's really how it all started. And this particular person in the United States was looking for uh, to see if there was the opportunity to expand the cash, what is what we now call cash advance into the United Kingdom. And we got in touch with him, learned about the product. Uh, we did some work on it. We went, as you can imagine, we went around the bankers, we went around the lawyers, we went to the acquirers, we spoke to some ISOs, et cetera, et cetera, and actually discovered that the product worked at least as well in the United Kingdom as it did in the United States. The tricky bit followed that, of course. You know, we had to raise money to actually start the company. And that, that's a story that I could talk about for weeks, um, but it was it it had its challenges, put it that way. But but we got it off the ground in the end. 
no, I can imagine. Yeah, but just uh, um, any of those things that cost a, a reasonable sum. Um, could you just actually, before we go too much further, just explain to everyone what a cash advance, um, sort of what it is that that actually does, just for those people that don't know? Of, of course, yes. Uh, it is specifically we lend against future debit and credit card receivables. So in simple terms, and, and I say simple terms, but this is exactly what we do do, and this would be a very good example, uh, a restaurant uh, turns over, let's say, £40,000 a month in card turnover. So they, they provide meals and drinks and all the rest of it. They are paid via cards, and in this case, they do £40,000 a month. We would lend against that future revenue and we basically depending on our risk rating but we would lend up to two times um, that monthly average turnover so in the example i've just given you the restaurant turning over forty thousand pounds a month we would look to lend that business up to eighty thousand pounds against future card receivables we actually then sit in the card receivable chain so we actually see the monies before the merchant does. So let's assume they are with a card, uh, an acquirer, um, no names, no patril, but let's say Barclay Card. So they're working with Barclay Card or WorldPay or whoever it is. And every day they are paying a thousand pounds to that business or two thousand uh, pounds card turnover. We sit in that chain, so we take a percentage of their daily card take, and that can be up to up to around 20% of their daily card taking to repay the 40 to 80,000 pounds that we lent in the first place. And very broadly speaking, our, our lending is for working capital. It's short term, it's sub 12 months. So typically anything that we provide is normally repaid within 12 months. Okay, and is that sort of, um completely unsecured otherwise other than just over the card is there personal guarantees etc that come with that or all right again as a very simple answer to that we, we don't take any collateral there is no security but we do take personal guarantees when we are lending to a limited liability company and that just it enables us obviously to 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 uh pierce the veil of uh, incorporation i think is the the expression but yes yeah no that's fine and is that the the only sort of service that you lend offers at the moment or is there a do you do sort of more things when i say only that's a a very helpful um sort of thing to a lot of business <laughs> i'd imagine but yeah, um is yeah. that the the main focus it, it is the main focus and, and obviously within with that is the product lending against card receivables that's what we do all the time uh, obviously, there are tweaks, you know, sometimes people only want money for two or three months for stock, you know, and their stock is turning over every three months. So they want to borrow money every three months and pay it back in three months. Others might want to do a refurbishment and they want to push that repayment out to sort of six to nine months or whatever. So within within the product, there are lots of tweaks and and, and so on. But the simple answer to your question is what we do is lend against future card receivables. And of course, 
I say future card receivables, we, we, we do broaden that. So we, we are um, a leading provider of working capital to eBay's sellers in the United Kingdom. So we also look at uh, platforms, e-commerce, etc. So it's not it's not just card receivables. It, it may be other. It, we also look at uh, receivables from the likes of Just Eat, Deliveroo, et cetera, et cetera. But as I said, we don't do any other type of lending. So we don't do commercial mortgages. You know, we don't do term finance. Yeah. No, that that's yeah, that's absolutely fine, and I think that's that's sufficient. <laughs> I would say that's. Do you have any idea in terms of the the sort of size of the market at the moment, um, and and sort of where you guys sit? I know you said preeminent. Are you literally the the largest at the moment, or? Well, I suppose one or two of our competitors might, uh, but might not agree with me. But <laughs> I'm I'm going for the purpose of this interview. I'm going to say yes, we are the preeminent. Um, I would, wouldn't I? Yeah. With, within within our niche of uh, cash advance, I would imagine the size of the market in the UK is is, is just shy of a billion pounds a year. Um, there or thereabouts, because obviously I don't know exactly what my competition's doing any more than they know exactly what I'm doing. But it, it, it's sub a billion pounds a year. But we also, of course, we 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 fit in with uh, a lot of other alternative lenders. You know, we, we we sit in that fintech alternative lending space, which of course is is a bigger market. And and to be absolutely honest, I should have done my homework. I mean, I don't know how big that market is, but obviously it's it's well in excess of a billion pounds a year within the alternative funding space. But then one has to remember that um, the, the clearing banks the, still, still have a, a significant um, part to play in all of this. And they, they, in terms of sheer volume, they would be the biggest single providers of uh, finance to the SME sector. But I would say that the alternative lenders, and I would particularly talk about the cash advance lenders, we are a significant provider of short-term unsecured working capital, which a number of financial institutions are just not very keen on doing, or they're not very good at it. So I think we are in a very interesting space and a very important space for the SME sector. Yes, it, it's, it's something that I think is probably could be a lot larger than it is, because as I said before uh, we, we started recording, it is uh, something that I hadn't heard of till somewhat recently, um, sort of maybe a, a couple of years ago. Um, and I would imagine, and I speak to brokers on a daily basis and, and mention sort of alternatives to our own secured lending if, if we yeah. Just, just not enough um, and that kind of thing and a lot of them haven't heard of it either which is why I'm glad that you've come on obviously to, to sort of share that message because I think it is it's very handy uh, to know and for a lot of businesses especially sort of retail based um, where obviously lots of sort of card transactions um, when you say card transactions I'm guessing that applies to online as well as just over the counter is, is that oh, oh, right or oh, that's absolutely right i mean the, the online is 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 very important to us i mean as you rightly point out you know retailers the retail the hospitality sector 
service sector, etc. The, these are big areas for us where, where cardholder is present and paying for a good or a service. But yes, the sort of the e-com sector is absolutely central to what we do as well. Very, very, very much so. And of course, that, that just continues to grow. Uh, and it had a big jump uh, during COVID, actually. Um, but but just as we all know, and as we all buy more and more things online, um, whether it's our dinner or a pair of trousers, I mean, we, we, we are all doing it all the time. And we are absolutely central to that and look to support those businesses. Um, yes. Yeah, so, but 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 just going back to your point on brokers, and some brokers ha haven't heard of Cash Advance. That's obviously um, that's not good news for us, and and that's that's something we absolutely don't want to be the case. We are reaching out to the broker community. We are active patrons of the NACFB. Uh, we have uh, a very vibrant broker team in Newland who are reaching out to brokers all the time. And we consider brokers to be a, a very important part of our business. Um, good brokers are crucial to the running of the SME sector, in my view. They provide good advice and help to small businesses or small to medium-sized businesses who don't necessarily or can't spend the time thinking about their finance because they're actually making things or selling things or you know doing something and, and finance isn't their forte and so the ability for a good broker to come in and talk about what do you need well I can find you some unsecured working capital which of course is going to help you but I can also help you with your commercial mortgage or, or the five-year lease finance that you want on your trucks and cars or, or, or whatever it is. So the, the broker community is, is very important to us. And obviously, we are constantly trying to get that message out uh, to that community through a, a lot of it through the NACFB. Uh, for instance, I was at a gala dinner last night, but also we attend and have a stand at the expo, which the NACFB run so successfully every uh, sort of June, July every year up at the NEC in Birmingham. So the broker, broker, broking community is vital to us. And the more brokers that know what we're doing and contact us, and please, anybody listening to this, do get in touch with Uland. We'd be delighted to speak to you if you don't know about our product, of course. The, the, the other main aspect of our business in terms of uh, 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 of getting clients is we don't we don't have our own marketing per se we work through typically through third parties and the one side of that is brokers the other side is businesses attached to involved with the card industry be they acquirers isos psps e-com platforms etc so businesses that have a large client base. Um, we we love dealing with those sorts of businesses. We can provide them with pre-qualification for their for their client base, and it's what we call embedded finance. And again, I would like to think of us, and I'm pretty confident we are the preeminent provider of embedded finance for cash advance in in the UK at the moment. Are you happy to share how you're funded? We, we we have institutional finance um so we we have access to uh lenders who provide us with 
with the finance and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you won't mind if I don't sort of no, lay out exa- exactly exactly who they are no no that, I, I that's think, I, I, like a lot I of think, businesses so it's yeah, it's, it's I, normal I, no I think it is worth mentioning and, and again this is something people may not know but um, we, we are ultimately majority owned by EQT the Swedish private equity firm so uh, I, I'm not suggesting that we necessarily borrow all our money from them but uh, I think people don't often don't quite realize uh, who we are in terms of our our ultimate ownership so our majority owner is as I said EQT. Okay well that's interesting and it it is a it's an odd one because I don't know and I I speak to a lot of lenders um, and some of them have had some issues with obviously their funding providers increasing the cost of funds and everything um, and just the market being a little wobbly at the moment has any of that impacted uh, you guys at the moment in terms of have you had to adjust your rates or, or anything or have you managed to sort of weather the storm uh, thus far uh, the, the the simple answer to that is our cost of funding hasn't changed um, and we have access to uh, to finance um, at, at rates that we were paying, well, we have been paying for the last few years. So we are fortunate in that respect. Uh, um, but I do think you're right that some lenders have felt some pain because obviously rates have gone up. Fortunately, that hasn't affected us. But talking about, you know, slightly choppy water, that, that that's that that's a that's a different question um and everybody is being a bit doom and gloom at the moment over the next you know thinking about the next 12 to 24 months and recession and you know these these terribly the big r word being repeated you know even by the governor of the bank of england on more than one occasion yeah. um i i the, the the you know they're challenging times but i i always find them to be interesting times um when, when, when there was the problem back in 2008, 2009, 2010, that actually helped us establish the cash advance industry because we got our risk right, but we were lending. And we were lending when some people were, were pulling back. And I, I do see in choppy waters, I, I do see opportunities. But to your point, you know, one has to one has to manage the risk and be aware of the risk. I'm not suggesting the alternative lending space becomes totally cavalier and throws money willy-nilly. But I do think there are opportunities to lend to good businesses who might struggle to get cash from traditional sources. Um, And and this this could be another time when the alternative funding industry generally has a chance to stand up and, and, and make a difference to the SME sector. Yeah, because it is it it's something that I can see being incredibly helpful, um, just as a, a product for businesses, because it's it eliminates that need for a regular large lump sum, and if there is a little bit of fluctuation in the income that comes through, it's not going to impact you on a in an obvious way. Um, say one month's a little shorter than the others if it is a percentage that comes over. Yeah. What sort of um, typical sort of term do people actually end up repaying that over is it within that 12 months you said earlier or is it normally yes, a little bit yeah, quicker than no, that? No, a, 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 absolutely um it, it's it's within the 12 months 
And, and it's very interesting you quite rightly making the point about um, we take a percentage of daily take. Um, so that, that, that can also, we can play around with the pricing because of that. So as I, I mentioned earlier, we might have a business that wants to buy stock, but they know they're going to turn that stock over in three months. So they, they only want the money for three months. So we might say, well, we can do this and, and take 10% or 15% of your daily card takings. But they go, no, 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 no. What I want you to do is take 22% of my daily card takings because I only want it for three months. And we can do that and we can lower the price, the cost of the money uh, to, to, you know, to, alongside that. So it's, it's kind of a win-win. But going back to your point on where we take a percentage of uh, the daily take, um, I think that is something which I probably should have mentioned more earlier on. And thank you for bringing it up. It is quite important because businesses do unexpectedly have problems, um, you know, a, a, a fire in the kitchen at a restaurant or deliveries are late, deliveries of goods and so on are late. Well, if that's the case, they're still only paying us a percentage of their daily take. Now, we might have anticipated that that daily take would be, I'm just making it up as I go along, but £100 a day. But they hit an unfortunate and unexpected scenario. Um, and we're only getting 25 quid a day. Well, that's the breaks. Um, we live with that because we know their turnover will pick up next week, next month, whatever. Uh, and and that, is, that is an incredibly powerful tool for the business that they know the effect on their cash flow. So it's not like having to repay a fixed loan where they're having to pay £283.50 every Friday or whatever whatever that is. Uh, they simply pay us in accordance with their cash flow. And, and that is something which over the many years now I've been doing this is, is, is something that business owners always comment on. And when they get used to our product and when they've done their second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth renewal, it's the thing they probably mention most as, 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 as how powerful uh, this product is to them. Yeah, do uh, you mentioned obviously they, they do renewals. Is that something that you see a lot of, a lot of people using you sort of multiple times? And if so, obviously so, from the broker point of view, I'm guessing that is is potentially sort of a, uh, well, you know, without sounding too mercenary, a fairly lucrative sort of um, business for them to uh, be in. How does that side of things work? Yes, no, David. Again, a good question. And and renewals is 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 crucial for everybody. It's crucial for us to keep our business. It's crucial for the merchants to know that there's finance available to them. And it's great for business introducers, be they the brokers or the ISO, PSP, acquirer, or whatever, because we obviously commission is paid on on renewals, and that provides an an annuity stream for the brokers. The answer to your question is, does, do, do renewals happen a lot? At the moment, we renew about 80 to 85% of the time. So it's very significant. Wow. That is, yeah, that, that's a lot more than I was expecting um, for that, which, uh, you know, just goes to show how useful it is as a, a sort of cash flow tool. Um, I don't we, know we, you... we have, we have, we have, we have screens up in the office, um, you know, sort of 
telling people what's going on and sort of month to date and blah, blah, blah. And I think the last time I, I saw the renewal rate flashing up on the screen, I think I think it was about 82%. So yeah, it's pretty significant. Uh, but, but, but interestingly, David, that uh, around 80% hasn't changed since I started doing this in 2007. That, that, that it's always had a high renewal rate. It's amazing. Because we work with an awful lot of unregulated brokers um, that that aren't a sort of do completely unregulated activities, um, and obviously there is a, a huge market of brokers out there that are fit that sort of bill. Uh, and it, it sort of, if that's the case, if if they can do it, and obviously uh, every broker will have to check yeah. themselves, but, uh, yeah. but just to make sure that they are able to to do that sort of business, it is, it's a but, good but No, absolutely, and I, I, you know, I think if somebody sort of landed from the moon and was listening to this podcast, they might think, oh, that doesn't sound right, that somebody isn't regulated. That, that isn't the case, I mean, because there are, as you say, there are people out there introducing business which isn't regulated. They don't have to be regulated. There's, not, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's exactly. Just, it's just the way it is. And, yeah. and, and when, you're, when you're dealing in, in a sort of a B2B space, uh, often a lot of finance products aren't regulated. Um, so, so, yes, it, 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 it's a fairly broad church. And uh, Yeah, because I think the word unregulated makes it sound a little like it's the Wild West, which isn't the case at all. No, uh, no, there, no. There's an awful lot of business to business um, sort of lending that goes on um, that is 100%, obviously all of it, I, I would imagine, in, in sort of your space, our space, um, is absolutely sort of, you know, exactly what you'd expect from any other bank and you get treated as if you were any customer going into any other finance sort of uh, providers space. I work for Barclays um, and I don't treat any customers any differently to I did back then. And obviously that was heavily regulated. Um, so the, the difference is, I guess, just in, in yeah. personalities. <laughs> for, uh, you mentioned a little earlier that you operate sort of everywhere. Are you Whereabouts are you looking to expand and, and what's the sort of scope and, and where do you see everything going? Okay, uh, yes, we are expanding and the last 12 months has really has really taken off. So we're currently active in Belgium, Holland, Poland, Germany and Spain. Um, and in most of those countries, we have we have uh, some people on the ground, although we are obviously UK based and a lot of the decision making is, is, is sort of done back in London. But we do have uh, presence on the ground in most of those countries. They have all come about roughly in the last 12 months or so. And we are obviously looking to expand within those within those countries. So that, that's our sort of starter for 10 in Europe we are certainly looking at other countries in you know continental Europe what in in old money you know probably slightly more east as well uh, we've got a very interesting um uh, we, have, we have some very interesting business in Poland for instance so we are not just looking at the countries I just mentioned we, we are looking at other countries in Europe typically our modus operandi wouldn't be just to sort of set up a flag or an office in a country and sort of go for it, as it were. We would typically 
start up in in a country with a with a partner an introducer somebody where who we know can get us off the ground up and running rather than us just starting with a with a blank sheet of paper i think that is i think that's sensible and it's certainly worked for us so far so to answer your question europe uh we are looking at other countries outside of those countries i've mentioned we have very recently opened an office in the United States, in Atlanta, in Georgia. Uh, we have feet on the ground in the United States, um, and we are looking to uh, up the ante with our Atlanta office over the next three to four months. So that's, that's, a, that's a big territory for us, obviously. Um, Cash Advance is something which is a known entity in the United States. I mean, that's where it started, as I mentioned earlier. So it's an exciting territory for us. And we have uh, some existing introducers over there that we're already working with. In terms of other parts of the world, I suppose never say never. Um, we, we, have, we wouldn't not look at uh, other parts of, of the world, including obviously Asia. But to be honest, right now, um, that's not top of our radar. Our radar is very much geared towards European expansion and the US. But as I said, if opportunities arose in other parts of the world, we would not ignore them. Uh, and, and we'd certainly look at, we'd look at any, any sort of sensible territory, providing we can operate within that territory. You know, we have to be able to do our split funding. We have to be able to make the product work in the way we want the product to work so that that can be challenging but as i said for now europe and the united states is 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 a big big focus for us it seems as though it's going pretty well um and was there any specific sort of reason that you you chose those countries to start with or was it just a you had a good partner that you could sort of connect up with and help you out to get going um to start with Yes, I mean, it, 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 yes, none of it happened by chance. Um, obviously, we wanted to expand outside of the United Kingdom and, and the Republic of Ireland, which is where traditionally we, we, we've been operating. And, and so we have typically established ourselves, as you say, where we can work with, um, with other parties. Um, and also, and I haven't brought this into the conversation before, but we work very closely with our sister company, uh, also part of the EQT group, but a, but a sister company called Banking Circle. Um, and typically, uh, we we operate in conjunction with them. I don't I don't want to go into any great detail about Banking Circle and so on, but uh, that, that it, it helps us if they're if they're in a territory. It helps us go into that territory. Let, let's leave it at yeah. that. Um, but 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 that's not, not not from uh, introducing business to us. Obviously, um, what we don't want to do is go blind into a country and sort of set up an office and hope that the business will come to us. That's that that is that that doesn't make sense to us. Um, so yes, we tend to go into countries where we have some sort of connection with a with, with with a local party and we can we can work with them and and some of this spins off of course um parties that we work with and have worked with for a number of years in the united kingdom you know they have operations 
outside of the UK. And if we can work with them successfully in the UK, there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't work with them successfully elsewhere. Yeah, because it's it's a good product. And I think everyone sort of as you know, everywhere that operates pretty much identically, I would say at the moment in terms of the way things are going are very much electronic card payments. Um, so the you know, the, I can't even remember the last time I spent cash anywhere. So, um, sure. and, and that's the same goes for many of my friends that sort of live all over the show. So um, I think it's, yeah, it seems to be a, an obvious next step, doesn't it? Um, what are yeah. the sort of, where do you see everything going either for yourself personally or for you, Lend, in terms of what's the, the end goal? Have you got any sort of big targets in mind or anything like that that you're you're happy to share well i mean i i can't share any end game because the the end game is in the hands of our majority owner eqt and you'd have to you'd have to speak to them <laughs> and, and, and i very much doubt they tell you <laughs> so, <laughs> that's fair enough so, so I, I can't answer that question um, no that's fine first, any hopes i guess for, for you yeah, pers personally, um, I, I love doing what I'm doing. Um, I'm sort of the, the old man in the game now. You know, I'm about 10 times older than anyone else in the business. But I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy my time and, and, and working with, with, with the guys and girls. And it's just, it's just I, I, I love it. It's just, it's good fun. Um, and, and I really do think that, you know, we, we make a difference within the SME sector by, by being able to provide this product. I think you know, sort of hand on heart, it, it, it's it's a great product. And I, and I think we do good. And I, and I like being part of that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And one last question, because I, I know I'm keeping you for a while, um, or it's been a while. So <laughs> I don't want to keep you forever. Um, if you were sort of giving some advice to somebody that was looking to come into this sort of industry to either come and work for someone like you or um, potentially sort of set up, well, maybe not a competitor, but something similar, innovate in this sort of space. Have you got any sort of good bits of advice that you could maybe fire their way? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't want to help people come into my space. <laughs> but I think the important thing really is to obviously ensure that you've got the, the the money behind you that you can you can actually do it and this was this has been a had been a massive challenge to to me in the past it was very difficult until we really until we 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 joined the guys at Uland back in 2018 um it, it was always a struggle. Money was always something that you had to make sure was behind you. And it's, it's never that easy to get hold of. I mean, the guys running Uland are they're a really super, super bunch of people and very well connected, very bright. Uh, their, their model was absolutely spot on. I think they liked us joining them because we bought some balance sheet and know-how and relationships but they'd worked out how to how to fund it properly and they had the tech they are just super 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 people so I, I would suggest to anybody coming in make sure you are teched up you know you, you need to be you need to be in the modern world you know you, you're, you're working with companies that are getting more and more techy um, and make sure you've got the money behind you obviously a very big challenge and, but the most obvious thing is, and, and this 
was very apparent to me back in 2006, 2007, the important thing is to sit, and you all understand this, David, is to sit within the cash flow chain. So what, what we don't want to be doing is asking the SME business to send us money. You know, we take the money from the from, from, from source. Um, I don't think our business as an unsecured business would be sustainable if, you know, if there was a check in the post. I just don't think that would work. <laughs> yeah, you act as a bit of a sieve in between. You just filter out your bit um, and then they get going. And I think a lot of the businesses in that sense, especially if they are tight on cash initially, um, it is difficult to, for them to sort of keep up those larger payments, which is why I think this sort of method of actually taking the money out in advance, the same with sort of invoice discounting and factoring, it's a real good way to do it because that way you don't have to rely on that, them actually making right. the effort. Um, no, no, so. Exactly, David. And as you quite rightly sort of prompted me earlier on, um, the fact that we take a percentage of their daily take is very friendly for, 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 for the borrower, for the for the business, because they 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 will have bad times or down times and they pay us less. But that's that's the beauty of the product. It's it, it does it works for it works for everyone. Yeah. And then, is there anything else you'd like to sort of cover? Um, again, just because I'm conscious of the time for you um, that you'd like to sort of share with with everyone listening. Um, I think the only thing I would like to say is, um, and I always, it always sort of irks me a little bit when somebody says we haven't heard about your product <laughs> because it's been around, it's been around for quite a long time, and, and I feel very bad that people haven't heard of it. You know, we're we're obviously missing a trick here. So um, all, all I can say is to people listening to this, if you haven't heard about us, I, I know that David will be giving contact details and everything else at the end of the at the end of this interview. Please, please, please get in touch with us. We've got a great product. We'd love to work with you. We want to support SMEs. Um, so, so yes, I mean that's that's my big message. I, I don't want anybody, particularly very especially in the broking world, not to know about us. That, that, that's my message, David, I think. No, that's perfect. And I wouldn't feel too bad about that. We, we've been in this a long time as well. And I come across brokers every day that have never heard of us before. <laughs> We're not quite <laughs> as big as you. Um, but still, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's such a vast market. And there's people joining every single day. Um, and that's why we do these. And, and obviously, we'll have to get you on another day as well. Sort of maybe we can get some questions from people listening just to see. And then in sort of, you know, six months time, get you back on and hopefully more people will have heard of you by then but um, I do want to say a big thank you obviously for taking the time um, it has been a little over 30 minutes in finance so we'll, we'll leave it there so thanks so much Richard thank you David all the best bye-bye all right cheers